Well, Ulysses, the Tampa Bay Rays, unbelievable start to the season. Keeps going along undefeated, if you can believe it. Nine in a row. Can they keep it going? Let's talk about it right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Race podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure you check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Race. Well over 800 subscribers as of right now, I think up to 820 thereabouts. So let's keep that going. You can also find us on all the other traditional podcasting platforms. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays, and we will always take your mailbag questions, comments, concerns, and hot takes. Locked on Rays at gmail.com. We try to do a mailbag episode once a week if we can squeeze it in. So do not be shy about reaching out to us anytime. With that, uh, the Rays sweep again. That seems to be an ongoing theme for this 2023 Rays squad as they take three out of three from the Oakland Athletics nine to five on Friday, 11 to nothing on Saturday. And you guessed it, 11 to nothing on Easter Sunday. Man, this team is fun to watch. They really are, man. Uh, I, I think it's what what's really good is that I, I know it's a nine game winning streak and and, you know, they're, you're never as good as when you're playing like winning by 11 runs. Right. Okay. This team, it's this team is not that good. Um, but you're also not as bad as the Tigers and the A's look like. You know that yeah. that's just the old adage. We've all seen enough baseball to know that you know that that's just the truth. You're never as good as when you're on a nine winning <laughs> uh, game is winning streak. Whatever. Uh, it's early. And then you know how they're looking. Like the A's cannot possibly be that bad. They they can't. Right. You you can't have Tony Kemp throwing to first when there's nobody covering. Um. You, you, that's that's kind of that that was unbelievable. Like that's that's what tells me, hey, like they're just in a bad funk. Um. You know you can't just do that. That's a yeah, professional you're, player you're out there. Lollipopping the ball to second with two outs, allowing Harold Ramirez to be safe, and then bring up Brandon Lau. What with the bases loaded, like you're just going through the motions at that point. And again, this was a team yeah. that they continue to fire sale. There's no hope and passion around the team. There's the whole stadium debacle that they have going on. And then when you get rid of all your good players, and it's basically like, hey, we're rebuilding for the next four, five, six years. Have fun, guys. That's kind of the mentality and the ambiance around this athletics franchise. Again, they're not going to lose every single game nine to five, 11 to zero. But right. uh, if they win 60 games, 62 games, they should. I mean, that would kind of be they're They're going to be a cellar dweller, bottom feeder for the next several years, I would say. And, and that's why, although we're all happy that the Rays are nine and zero, we we have to take that into account. Right. Like, yeah, I. I I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, it doesn't really count. No, it does count. Yeah. Winning nine games in a row in MLB is very, very difficult because if you're a race fan, look back at all the years, at the 25 years, and and try to uh, you know look back and say how many nine-game winning streaks does this team have? 
I mean, if you're an OG fan, you could probably count them out. Like right. that's that's how rare it is. So I don't care about the, the the opposition and and also you're talking about plus four runs every game. So not, you're not only beating them, Kevin. You're you're stomping on the yes. opposition. The, the team looks fantastic. I mean, they're hitting for power. They're they're hitting for 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 doubles. That they're running the bases well. They're stealing. They're playing impeccable defense. And then that starting pitching and then the bullpen. They're pitching incredible. I mean, Pete Fairbanks might not get a save until May. You know, yeah. that's how they can get saves right now because of how well the offense is playing. Like they are just a well-oiled machine right now. So what is your big takeaway from the weekend? We try to do that on Monday recaps is just how much of a well-oiled machine this is in all facets of the game. Or is there something else that really piqued your eye? And again, if you're watching on YouTube, this is really an episode to watch on YouTube because Ulysses is doing a Ray, Char a Ray Charles impersonation if you Actually, will i don't know how uh, inside baseball we want to go with with what's going on but or just the run the, the rays are scoring so many runs they're they're so bright and so on fire that you had to put some uv rays on i have to i mean it's blinding right now the offense and yeah. also you know i was thinking I, I might just try out for a blues brothers cover band so i'm that on my work. way to an audition for that yeah um no look if you take uh, i saw this tweet um, I think it was by Sarah Langs um, that Topkin responded to it. Uh, most home runs in a team's first nine games of the season, the Rays are ranked second ever, mm. ever uh, behind the 2000 Cardinals with uh, 25. The Rays are 24. You're, you're, this team is hitting more home runs than runs allowed. Yeah. I, this, I mean, it's just unreal what they're doing 24 home runs uh this that is something that didn't even happen until may last year yeah so you have to credit the offense for staying healthy you you gotta credit chad motola by instilling a, a change of approach at the hitters box like we we talked about this in spring training if if you didn't catch that episode please go back and and, and check it out uh, how we were talking about the, the change of approach from year to year and it's really helping these guys. Uh, they're they're choosing the pitches that are good for them to make damage on, and that's exactly yeah. what you're seeing. It, it's really impressive. Uh, again, just this is kind of you know what? If you want to take my takeaway, this is the big takeaway because of who I am and the person that I am. I'm already dreading Kevin, dreading. Mm -hmm. Um, the casual race fan, by the way, if you're watching this or listening to this, you're not a casual race fan. You're a little bit more than that. Um, but I am dreading the casual race fan who just hears, Oh, nine in a row. Oh, they're hitting the heck out of the ball. They're pitching amazing that when this team loses eventually four in a row. Yes. Oh man, they suck. Oh, they're, uh, you know, uh, it's, it was all smoke and mirrors. Like I'm already dreading that part. Yeah of the season i shouldn't but again we, we're all different people and we all uh have different perspectives and that's what i'm dreading right now is the casual race fan talking smack about this team because th that's usually what's going to happen yeah. and again if you're a race fan out there savor this month savor this moment because yes. there will be peaks like this and there will be valleys there will be ups and downs like you said ulysses there will be 
a portion in the season where the Rays go through a three, four, five, six game losing streak. There will be a portion in this season where the injuries start to pile and ramp up. We're already seeing a little bleeding of that with Jose Siri and Taylor Walls. And let's see what Vidal Brujan and Jonathan Aranda, if they can fill in in their stead and, and hold them up. But um, just, just savor this moment, savor what has been a historical feat thus far. And hopefully they can keep it up this week against the, I would say, relatively mediocre, average, maybe slightly above average Boston Red Sox, which we'll get to in the third segment. Um, but I like your takeaway. I'd like to add a little bit more to that uh, on the offensive side with my takeaway from the weekend. But first, Ulysses, we have to tell the audience about something very important. Yes, we do. And that very important thing would be Ultimate Pro Baseball GM. I know that if you're watching this or listening to this episode, you are a baseball diehard and you've always wanted to be a baseball GM. Well, guess what? Pro Baseball GM is the coolest game that can allow you to be a GM. You can hire the right coaches and staff. I've talked about how you can actually create team chemistry during this game. It's very realistic. You can scout and draft players. You can navigate free agency through the ups and downs of a season. This game is as challenging and realistic as you would want. And guess what? Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free, and you can play it offline and play it on the go as well. So Locked On Race listeners, you get a 100% free boost to your franchise when using the promo code Locked On L-O-C-K-E-D. O-N and the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit probaseballgm.com, scan the code, or guess what? We're in 2023. You can look it up in the app store. Very easy. Again, Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. We also want to tell you about Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. We know we have subscriptions all over the place, so we want to try to consolidate those if we can, and Rocket Money does that. So stop throwing your money away, cancel those unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses in the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash MLB. That's rocketmoney.com slash MLB. Again, rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB, L O C K E D O N M L B. Um, piggybacking off of the offense a little bit because uh, we remember how dreadful the offense was last season and how dreadful the talk was going into and throughout the offseason where the Rays didn't add that big name bat or two. Just Throwing this out there, the runs, uh, the Rays are first in runs scored with 75. Number two is the Dodgers with 60. The Rays are first in homers, like you mentioned, 24 homers thus far. Number two is the Dodgers with 18. The Rays are second in all of baseball and batting average at 289. 11 different Rays players have home runs. And here's the kicker. We mentioned the runs scored and the home runs. The Rays also have the fewest strikeouts in baseball, 58 strikeouts this season. Next up is, believe it or not, the Red Sox with 62. So this team is doing something very, very special. And 
the offense is just, I think I mentioned it once or twice last week, dynamic, dynamic in so many different ways. When you can have a guy leg out an infield single and then hit a 440 foot home run. And I'm not talking about Wander Franco. I'm talking about Hale Ramirez. That's pretty impressive. Same thing with Isak Paredes. He did the exact same thing. Star players willing to take their walk. Guys being able to turn on a fastball up and in at 96, 97 miles an hour. Even the outs are impressive. You have loud outs to the warning track, be it Manny Margot or Wander Franco or Luke Rayleigh, whoever it may be. And then that, again, foretells for the future. Maybe that's an opportunity for a sack fly. Maybe that's an opportunity to advance the runner. Maybe that's an opportunity for the pitcher being a little bit more scared the next time that guy comes up to bat and is a little bit more cautious and walks that player or, you know, focuses more of his attention on that player and doesn't focus as much of his attention on another player. And that other player can step up and make a difference. So um, there's really, really a lot to like about this offense. And, And again, I mentioned it last week, but I'm going to continue to harp on it. Just driving the ball to up all fields up the middle and just the whatever Chad Matola did, whatever this team did to uh, to reinvent the offense is it, it's working wonders. And maybe some of it is, is a byproduct of some of the rules changes as well, but sure it's this team offensively and pretty much in all facets is I think just going to torment opposing teams all season long. And I'm happy that you brought him up, Harold Ramirez. Uh, you know, Brandon Lau. After the uh, the game on Sunday, he was interviewed on, on radio, and he was asked, "Hey, how how'd you think about uh, Harold's uh, hustling there, going to first and then uh, to second base? Because it was back to back place, right? That, that Harold kept that inning alive." And Brandon said something that that's just that kind of illustrates the the camaraderie. That's happening right now in in that clubhouse that um, Evan Klosky was was mentioning uh, two weeks ago. He said, "If there's a baseball fan out there or a kid playing baseball, just watch Harold Ramirez, and that's how you need to play." Yeah, one word more, one word less. Like that's exactly that's Brandon Lau, like telling you, that's the guy that you need to watch. Yeah, watch what he's doing on the field, and I he doesn't. We, I think we had an episode last year called Unherald, Unheralded Herald um, right. because he just goes on under the radar. But, but I, I, I just don't think that's fair. And I don't think he goes under the radar in that clubhouse. I mean, he really is not only a, a cheerleader when he needs to be a cheerleader, but he can make things happen on the field. That hustle, that, that doesn't give you that's that's not talent. That's not, oh, only Mike Trout can do that. Only Aaron Judge can do that. No, like. You can do that on yourself. That's the effort that you can that you can do. And also, I know we talk about uh, uh, the, the the fact that first base or third base coaches really don't <laughs> don't really give you that much within the game. Chris Prieto apparently did tell Harold Ramirez right up, right before that play that he hustled to second, saying, "Hey, the yeah. first baseman is really off the bag. Take a little bit more of a lead." And that was huge because it get, gave him a little bit more um, opportunity to get to second uh, safe. But yeah, he yeah. he he set that table for the grand slam. Yeah, and and also who knows maybe the bigger bases are leading 
more of that intel and intelligence of, hey, you might actually have a chance here to be safe. And if the Oakland Athletics just aren't going to give their full effort or full focus, you can really take advantage of that and and pounce on that. And yeah. again, I, I go back to it. 11, 11 different rays have home runs. It's like Oprah. You get a home run. You get a home run. You get a home run. <laughs> and this team, again, I know we have a prop bet on if there's going to be a race player that gets 30 home runs. I'm still not sure and sold on that. But what I am pretty sure and sold on is that this team could be similar to the 2019 Blue Jays where like a dozen different guys hit at least double digit homers mm -hmm. where you look up and down the roster. It's like, Oh, Taylor walls has 10 to 12 homers. Oh, uh, you know, just fill in a name. And then you might have a lot of guys collated at the top that have 20 to 22 to 24 to 26 homers. And be before you know it, you're maybe top five, top seven, top 10 in all the league in home runs. Uh, do you know who leads the, the Rays right now in home runs? Ooh, uh, I would say Wander Franco, right? And you would be correct, Kevin. I know it's not <laughs> Friday crazy. trivia, but you get that correct. He's got four right now. And Foolish Baseball, uh, who is pretty funny, uh, he put out a tweet saying uh, barrel percentage uh, changes year by year by Wander Franco. In 2021, his barrel percentage was 4.9%. Yeah. 2022, 4.6%. So kind of stable, a little bit down, but pretty much stable. 2023, 20% barrel percentage. Now, that is not going to stay, people. Right. <laughs> That's this, this is what we're talking about the first segment. This is a very high, high. Enjoy it, but just know, be conscious, be self-aware that things are going to just come to regress. That 20% is going to regress. But like he said, if 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 it does regress to maybe a eight percent, ten percent, now those worries about like oh well, does Wander really have the pop of a Soto over or, or a Cunha or a Vladdy or a Julio Rodriguez? Well, yeah. Well, if you're hitting the ball, barrel percentage about, about ten twelve percent, and and you already have four home runs, you could be looking at a guy at a twenty two year old who puts up twenty to twenty five home runs. At 22, so that gives you hope that in three yeah. to five years, you're really looking at a guy who hits 30, 35 when he really comes into his body. Like right. th that and is really good to know. Yeah, and he doesn't have to have the power of Vlad Guerrero. He does so many other things well and brings so much more to the table and plays shortstop that I don't need 37, 40 home runs from him. 20 to 25 is just beautiful. And Man, that left side power, though, I mean, I, I would think before long he would be a legit 25 to 30 home run character. And and I, I mentioned last week how it seemed that he is really elevating and lifting the ball and getting under it. That speaks thus far in the launch angle, because in 2022, his launch angle was 8.2%, 2021, 9.7% or degrees, I should say. I've got my uh, numbers mixed up. 8.2 degrees in 2022, mm -hmm. 9.7 degrees in 2021. 2023, basically double that, 16.8. So that's showing you a couple of things. Exactly. So now you you add the launch angle uh, change towards the barrel percentage. And yeah, the 2025 home run pop could, could definitely happen this year. I mean, again, we all want them to stay healthy. Yeah. That's the most important thing. 
Uh, well, even if this team was just, you know, hitting three to four runs a game, but they were healthy, I would still be happy. I'm, that's great they're hitting 11 runs. But what I'm really happy about right now is that the guys that need to be on the field, <clears throat> Brendan Lau, Wonder Franco, are staying on the field. Yeah, I think that's the big key is I think we maybe underestimate or don't realize that how good and how well-rounded and how talented this team and what all this team can do when the guys who were injured last year are all on the same field together. Like you mentioned, Bilal, like you mentioned, Wander, Manny Margot. He's another guy that I think Ooh. continues to fly under the radar and all that he can do. And I know that he's never you know hit more than 12, 15 home runs in a season, but He's got some pop to his name as well. Yeah. I mean, back-to-back -back home runs and back-to-back -back games or, you know, home runs and back-to-back -back games, I should say. It's a Monday. I'm still trying to get my words together. But um, <laughs> him showing very impressive stuff. Harold Ramirez when he's healthy. So just having the crew um, yeah. together, and, and that's why I'm really curious to see how do Jonathan Aranda and Vidal Brujan fit in. And, and you know, it's, it's really their showcase, too, to, to, to step up and stand out. Because if you spoil this opportunity – Maybe, you know, the next time that the Rays need to call somebody up, they look elsewhere on the 40-man roster. Or maybe you're a trade candidate down the line. So it's really important from that perspective uh, as well. So good to see all around, of course. Uh, now the Rays have the Boston Red Sox come to town. But before we get to that, we have to tell you about our new sponsor called So Rare. So Rare is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace that is transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from uh, from across all 30 MLB teams, all 30, including the race. So head over to SoRare.com slash locked on. That's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E dot com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup and start competing today to win epic rewards again that is so rare.com slash locked on to start playing today and i'll spell it out for you s-o-r-a-r-e.com slash l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n start playing that very fun revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace today all right ulysses so the rays welcome the Boston Red Sox to town uh, for a four-game set. Uh, the Red Sox are five and four this year with a plus twelve run differential. Uh, just running through their season thus far, they took two of three from the Orioles at home. They somehow got swept by the Pirates at home, and then they swept the Tigers on the road. And if we look back at the preseason prognostications. Uh, after finishing dead last in the AL East last year, uh, Pakoda, Fangraphs, they kind of waver and, and vacillate between, hey, this team's going to win probably 78 to 82 or 83 games, which looking at their roster, objectively speaking, I think that's relatively fair. I, I will say, I mean, there's a lot of big names on the roster, but it also seems like a lot of big names that are has-beens on this roster, like uh, Justin Turner and Kenley Jansen. And we can just go on down the list. I mean, if you want to add Trevor story to that group and James Paxton to that group, um, Adam Duvall, although he's really been off to a hot start 
than now seems to be hurt right now. But this is a Red Sox team that, again, I don't, I don't think there's a lot of uh, upbeatness from the fan base considering what happened to Xander Bogarts and J.D. Martinez and Nadia Valdi and Rich Hill. And, uh, and then the additions were, you know, I, I don't think they necessarily lit the world on fire outside of Yoshida from Japan. It wasn't like, okay, we add these 10 players and now we're ready to compete for a playoff spot. It's just like, okay, we're sort of just holding fort and uh, go from there. Yeah, it, it does kind of look like a, a team that could be a trade uh, deadline candidate to be yes. just ravaged if if a couple of guys are doing well. And but yeah, obviously, I don't, I don't think Red Sox Nation is you know, particularly excited about this this group of guys. Now, uh, you you said has been like you know a, a Justin Turner. I also think that they have guys that could have been as well. You know, True. you got a Christian Arroyo could have been. Um, that hasn't really popped off. Reese McGuire, you know, is he ever going mm -hmm. to be uh, Yu Chang as well? Like, you know, you've, you've got n names there that, um, you know, are they ever going to really pop off? Uh, right. the, the guy from the Mookie Betts uh, trade, Alex Verdugo, who basically right. is like the, the salvation of, of that trade. Is he ever, you know, going to put up consistent numbers now i think he has the ability to yeah uh, and he's doing uh, all right this season so he's, far. he's a solid player but i don't think it's mookie what, Betts. And, yeah and a trade like that you would expect okay you're trading mookie bets we better get a guy in return that's going to be a perennial all-star and he just hasn't been he's been uh an above average solid major leaguer that pretty much anybody would want on their roster but you don't say this guy's a superstar exactly like everybody would want to have alex verdugo on on their roster because of their production but that's not enough when you're when you're basically trading away a, a Hall of Famer, a for yeah. sure Hall of Famer. But you you mentioned Adam Duvall. He's been killing the ball, but he did get hurt on Sunday's affair. Uh, he was getting x-rays. I don't think that he will be making an appearance at the trap. Hopefully not for the Rays because he he was the Red Sox best productive hitter. I think he was having a 1544. OPS. Mm. That's disgusting. Uh, even though it's been, you know, nine games or so, it's still uh, pretty impressive. But, you know, you get to see Rafael Devers, who is a, a, a killer on the left side. I I know we are going to have Jeffrey Springs on there. We are going to have Shane McClanahan pitch as well. But tonight, this is the game that if we want to put a little bit of a spotlight on, Josh Fleming is going to take the bulk innings and Jalen Beeks is going to be the opener. So right there, you have a couple lefties. I like that. Uh, Masataka Yoshida is going to make his appearance at the trap, which would be pretty cool uh, to, to, to see. So if you have an yeah. opportunity to go to the trap, do so. I'm, I'm excited for this one. I'm excited for this uh, series. I do think that you have to. I know you don't have to, but sports talk, you have to take this one. I think yeah. just for the the whole like, oh, they're only doing it against lame competition. If you make it 10 in a row, I think that really cements it like you can do it to any team, even though the Red Sox might not be, you know, right. heralded this season. But if you just take this one, it would be so beautiful, you know, to, to just kind of round it up. Kevin. Yeah. I don't know if you think the same. No, I agree. And I got to be frank. I love the switcheroo by the Rays because I think originally it was Josh Fleming pegged to start or open this game and now allowing Jalen Beeks that opportunity. And 
let's see what Josh Fleming can do in a different role. And, and was it not the Red Sox where Josh Fleming had that disaster of a start where he gave up? I think it was a billion runs. I think that's what the total was. And like, no, I think it was hits. I think it was a bit more than that. No, I I think it was honestly, I do think it was like three innings pitched, 10 runs allowed something. It was, it was disgusting. It was disgusting. Yeah. So, and based on his, you know, first not so good uh, start this season against the nationals. I I've kind of been on the, Hey, give Jalen beaks the opportunity that Josh Fleming has and see if he can roll with it and, and take it. So um, that's going to be a fun watch. And let's remember the rays go into tonight's game, looking to be the first team to open a season with 10 straight wins since the 87 brewers opened with 13 straight. So that's what we're looking at. Let's uh, yeah. beat the 87 Brewers. Um, and then I'm sure we'll get into it later on in the week, but I would imagine that uh, Jeffrey Springs has some revenge on his mind for the Red Sox, considering he was DFA'd twice by them and never that's how- get his footing there. Yeah, that's a great story too, and, and you know Jalen Beeks gets it, you know, a, a little bit uh, earlier in, in Monday's affair too. Uh, former Red Sox, so mm-hmm. I, that you know, and and also I want to go back to the lefty thing just for a little bit. The if you look at the uh, at the roster right now, who are the most dangerous Red Sox hitters? It has to be Yoshida, Verdugo, and Devers. Right. They're all lefty. So what are the Rays doing today? They're doubling down Beeks and Fleming. You talked about Springs. He's going. He's going to be a lefty, and and McClanahan a lefty again. So in in three out of the four games, you're you're going to really make it difficult on those three best hitters that the Red Sox have. I feel pretty good about this series. Again, to just keep sweeping is impossible. So yeah. just enjoy this high, Rays fans, and and hopefully they do take it because I really would like that 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 double digit zero record. Oh, that would be wonderful, and I really hope. By the end of this year, I'm eating the words where I said this team would only win, you know, 88, 89 games, something like that. I would love to see triple digit W's for the race. It's still, despite a nine to no start, that is still something that is very, very difficult to do. But hey, bank those wins early and often whenever you can and see what happens from there. Yes. All right. Uh, thank you for making the Locked On Race podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked On Fantasy Baseball podcast that is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we will talk to you tomorrow.